0: Welcome to The Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Church Doctors. I am Scott Sheely, and I'm your host today. And we're on a roll. We kind of have a string of uh, topics going on the show where we're talking about just hearing the voice of God. And because everybody is a a created individual that's uh, there's no no other person like you there's no other person like me God there's only one of us that God made we all have different stories, different history different uh, ways that we even communicate in the natural so it makes sense that God, the way each one of us hears god's just a little bit different and so I think knowing that brings a lot of freedom to the body of Christ like you hear somebody tell a story about how they had a vision and then they ask God a question about the vision, and he said, and then you get done with all these different ways that they just got done hearing God, and you're like, man, I don't get any of those things. Well, maybe it's just because that you don't hear God that way. But he will tell you the same amount of information, but uh, you collect it in a different way. So so to uh, discover more about that, I have two friends of mine uh John Dunlap is here with us. Say hello, John.
1: Hey, it's good to be here with you, Scott.
0: Yeah, it's great to have John here. He's been a friend of mine for way, since way, way, way back. And uh, we've traveled to different uh, places together. And John's an accomplished Bible teacher and a a great friend. And also, we have Ben Pearson here with us.
2: How's it going, everyone?
0: It's great to have Ben here. Ben's uh, also a world traveler, uh, first uh, probably through the Navy. Yeah. You served and traveled gobs uh, of places.
2: Actually, I think my first was in missions, but I was a little kid. Okay. But yeah. With I your mean, parents? Yeah,
0: with yeah, mom and dad. Cool. So. Nice. I took my kids on missions trips right off the bat, too, so I encourage that. And then, after that, you were a YWAM student?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: for six years. And, and, a, and a leader at the end, leading uh, groups of
2: kids, groups of students, mm-hmm. uh, mainly down in Australia. Yeah, Australia um, and throughout Asia and Europe and um, in Africa as well. So. Wow. So, so
0: when you're going to that many nations and, and leading people and trying to do your best to reach out to the world with the love of Christ, you need to hear mm-hmm. the voice of God. Uh, maybe even just to keep yourself from missing the airplane. Sometimes the, <coughs> the international airports can be rough. So we're going to start with John. We're gonna we're going to talk about how it is that maybe you have a a testimony or a story or an explanation about how you
1: hear God. Well, you know, it is. Everybody does hear God differently. And that's wonderful because God speaks to you. He knows exactly what you know, and he knows exactly how to communicate what he needs to communicate with you because he knows your history. He knows your Mm -hmm. thoughts. He knows everything about you. So he's able to communicate very specifically to each and every individual, which I think is a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. I am more of a teacher-type person, so I like studying the Bible. So lots of times God will speak to me after reading or after um, studying on something. One of my great examples, and I know I've told this story to you guys, but um, I was studying uh, the scripture that says it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance, right? Right. And we know that repentance means to think differently or to rethink. And so it's the goodness of God that causes us to think differently about that, right? And as I was um, was studying that, I thought, well, I want to know what the goodness of God is. So I got into it. I started reading. First of all, goodness means uh, uh, what's beneficial. I thought, well, yeah, God being beneficial to us causes us to think differently about ourselves, about God, about our problems, about everything, But it wasn't the root word. And I always like going back to the root word because that's how my brain works. And God always works with how your brain works for you. So I go back one, and it means to furnish what's needed. And I thought, you know what? God furnishing us what we need causes us to think differently. Wow. Yeah, that's good. About everything. And I thought, that's a beautiful picture of God right there. He furnishes us with what is needed. But it was still not the root word. And I'm like, okay, so I go back one more word right there, and the the, the word means um, the cupping of a hand. And I thought, that's a beautiful picture of God. He's he's an open-handed God, Scott, and just realizing God is an open-handed God causes us to think differently Mm. about everything. If God's open-handed, he's not withholding from us, Right. He's he all the promises of God are yes and amen yeah. in Christ Jesus, yeah. and so that, you know I'm sure we've all experienced that where He's been open handed towards us, and it causes us it makes our problems look smaller, and makes God look bigger. Amen. Mm-hmm. Still was not the root word. Wow. So um, I uh, I went back and that the root word was actually a compound word two words put together. So I thought oh well, let's see what that means. So the first word means a torrential winter storm. And then the second word means a gulf, a chasm, or a vacancy, like the Grand Canyon, you know, the, uh, an empty spot. And so I'm looking at that, and I'm like, I'm, what in the world does a winter storm and a gulf, a chasm, or a vacancy have to do with the goodness of God? And then this is, this is why I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit, He's able to speak to us. And I just sat there at my desk. I put my head down on the desk, actually, Scott, and I'm just quiet. And this is what the Holy Spirit said. And this is, we're talking about hearing yeah. from the Holy Ghost. Yeah, Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> and so you're hearing from the Holy Ghost. So I'm sitting there and I just kind of, oh, what do you want to say? Does this have anything to do? Did I just go too far back? And then the Holy Spirit said, I love you so much that I have poured myself out like a torrential winter storm, and I have filled up every gulf, every chasm, and every vacancy that stood between you and me so that we could stand face to face. Wow, that's awesome. Mm. Yeah, so that's amazing. He uses you if you're a teacher, if you're whatever it is that your gifting is, He's going to speak to you in that language in that moment right there. Mm. So so there's a couple things that I see in that like so
0: the the some of the things that God's going to use to talk to you through are your own passions. Yes. Mm. Like I know people that go to the movies and hear something about <laughs> through the movie like a secular movie, yeah. Holy Spirit will talk to them. And so for you, you're a bookworm, you love to study and study and, and go into what he was talking about is the the original hebrew language what do those words mean and uh he goes he digs through his computer and in books and finds all, all the way back to the original language what was the original intent of that yeah. of that word and then that speaks to john i don't work that way i <laughs> i loved hearing john tell me what the words are and then i go preach because he he fills me up with those words but i don't that's not my passion. Is digging all the way back to the first word.
1: I mm. love that about God. Is that each person in, in the in the in Luke 15 it says one sheep, one coin, one son at a time, and God looks at each of us individually. He doesn't look at us as mass. That was the
0: parables. Yes,
1: the parables. <laughs> uh, um, he he looks at us individually. He went mm-hmm. to go get. One sheep, and he dealt with that one sheep. How that one sheep needed dealt with, right? Yeah. And in the same, when he's speaking to us, he speaks to us on an individual basis. What's mm-hmm. going to speak to us? Mm-hmm. So I, I love that about God. Yeah. yeah. And then after you read the Word of God, now
0: this this could be more of a universal way that God speak to us, like because I don't know anybody that if they are hungry to hear from God that when you read the scripture you don't feel like all of a sudden something gets highlighted i mean that's really what happened to you when you're reading through the scripture and you're like oh goodness yeah what is what does goodness mean well that was probably holy spirit touching your little bookworm uh, thoughts in your head going yes john this is going to be fun go <laughs> go figure out what the yeah. word goodness means and this yeah. is holy spirit this is how you know Holy Spirit is a very still, soft voice. It's, yes, he 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 got he he kind of mm-hmm. leans against us sometimes and just pushes us one way. And it's not like, uh, oh, I know for sure this was God because even John just said, uh, "Did I study too far back into these words that don't really mean what you wanted to know, wanted me to know?" And and so he was leaning, like checking to see, Holy Spirit, are you talking to me still about this? And so everybody, when you word, read the Word of God, this is super good. Allow Holy Spirit to highlight a word or a whole scripture or a passage, and then just sit and wait until you hear in inside in in, in your heart, maybe sometimes or through a memory, what is what is God saying to me through this verse? Or
1: maybe He wants you to read it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. i i i a similar incident. I was going to preach at a conference. And I'm like, God, what do you want me to speak on? And he said, I want you to speak on the prodigal son. And I go, well, what do you want to say? And in the space of about a half, first thing he said was, I want you to look up every scripture that talks about a father having two sons. Mm -hmm. And instantly the Holy Spirit started downloading in me and I couldn't keep up writing, Scott. I was writing so fast I couldn't hardly <laughs> keep up with what the Holy Spirit was downloading in me about each of these fathers that had two sons. <laughs> and it, I had three sessions. It filled up all three sessions in just a, a less than a half hour. I had my outline. That's mm-hmm. a te- that's a teaser for a future podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. everybody.
0: Because <laughs> John and, and I, and I think lived.
2: it, I think it too. It's like it. As, you know, you almost can't. If you just read the Bible for words, then you're you're only doing fifty percent of the work. You have to hear God's voice because that's what makes it a living book. You know, like you said, it, it something speaks to you every time you get a new revelation. You get you go deeper with something. Even if you read the same scripture like John three sixteen over and over again, there's still something new to be gained. You know, and so you, it's,
0: you don't assume that just because yeah. you've already read it, like John, yeah. John. Yeah you know at this point when John heard that word he had already studied the, the prodigal son like yeah. 500 times yeah. and he has preached that at, at when i had a church in oklahoma he preached it there he pre- you know it's one of his uh, favorite places to find treasures in the word of god but mm. but he didn't assume that he you know, you're never through do the do the prodigal son and john's like oh i know that one he didn't do that he said yeah well god's speaking to me what does he want me to know
2: yeah oh, i yeah. just love that yeah 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 i, I mean it's like you said it's a, he's open-handed so there's a, a closeness that comes with that there's an invitation right to to get to know him deeper um because if somebody's close-handed there's no desire to get close you know mm-hmm. there's no there's no flowing of anything it's it's a blockage you know and so uh, god speaks to us out of his open hand but he also says okay out of my open hand now I want you to um, go give this to this person you know it's a, it's a continual circle and it's amazing how it, how filling that actually is when you, do you have a do you have a specific
0: uh, time that you remember God speaking st- to you uh,
2: maybe apart from reading the scripture um, yeah gosh well the very first time I ever heard God speak to me was actually how I got saved um, <laughs> which was pretty a, dramatic, point, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a good place to start, so, right? I, I guess I can share that now since I just yeah, opened that. Ahead. But yeah. um, So, yeah. I, I mean, I grew up as a Christian, in quotes, kid, but I never knew any of this stuff and never had a relationship and went the ways of the world for a long time. And it wasn't until I was 25 years old in, in a place of attempting suicide where um, God spoke to me audibly in my apartment building um, and my first response actually wasn 't probably the most polite it was who the f word is talking to me, right. <laughs> you know, and then he goes it 's me it 's Jesus, and I love you so much, and I want you to go into missions and that it it rocked me because it was me, my t v and my couch and that 's it and then there 's this voice talking to me and a, and a loaded <laughs> revolver yeah oh yeah it was a it was a bottle of whiskey, too, but it was like this is this is nobody's here so who and as soon as he said i love you and i'm jesus it just wave upon wave of, of love and affection and hope um and so then i i went into ywam and i started to pursue this voice like this god like what do you what do you mean god speaks my entire belief system about god was that literally that he sat on a chair in heaven and he would zap everybody with lightning if they didn't believe in him. And so I didn't want to get zapped by lightning. So I had to believe in God, but that was it. And, and he, the first week of study, they talk about knowing God and hearing his voice and he can speak. And I'm just going like, well, this doesn't make any sense. But you know, then I learned, okay, there's, there's only three ways that there's only three voices that are inside your head. There's my voice. There's the voice of God. And there's the voice of the enemy. And it's learning to discern those um, that sets you apart and really how to help you hear God. For example, you know, God could say, um, okay, I want you to go pray for this person because I want to see them healed. Um, If the voice that comes into my next thought is, well, that was stupid, and I'm not going to do that, and that's not right, um, that's most likely me, you know, because God doesn't think that we're stupid. He wants people to be healed if the next or if the other voice says um well you 're not good enough you 're not this is never going to work she 's not worth it or he 's not worth it, et cetera et cetera okay well that 's the voice of the enemy because he only speaks condemnation he only speaks death, you know counterfeit so if there 's one voice that 's telling me to do something that 's different than all those other ones, then that has to be from god there 's no other explanation you
0: know? yeah that's that 's really good that that uh John and I are both trying to jump in at the same time. That's the the uh, process that we go through to learn to hear the Word of God mm-hmm. is normal for everybody. Mm-hmm. And we we do have a battle between uh, our own thoughts and thoughts from our history that have been placed down inside of our heart. Maybe you even have, maybe it's not even this loud voice, it's just this is the way yeah. patterns, of yeah. the way your brain thinks makes you think uh, according to your old human nature instead of your new creation nature after you got born again so mm-hmm. it's just a process of learning that you know the more you lean into that sweet love loving voice of of God and the more you practice that the the more stable you will become in mm-hmm. recognizing oh that's God
2: mm-hmm. and uh, oh that's the that's the enemy trying to talk And me and the out beauty of, of that is he invites us to test that out too he you know scripture says um, test, test, and approve, so that you can see what my will is. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, how if I don't know that you speak, if I don't know that you who you are, how can I test something if I don't hear something? Yeah. You know, if if there is nothing being given to me, well, then there is nothing to test out. You know, and and so how do I test this out? Okay, well, studying the Bible is a good spot to see who God really is and what He says about Himself. And then you you read all the stuff that happens in the Bible, and you go, okay, if it says that by faith I can do things okay then I need to exercise that but faith comes from hearing the voice of God and then doing okay so then that's my first place I got to hear then I got to do yeah, that's good and then I got to so I'm testing it out and then and then you get more developed and you get more mature and then you start to go okay God um I'm praying for you know we need to see finances come in or I need a business strategy or where the heck should I go I'm in, I'm in the middle of Calcutta, India, and I don't know where to go because the streets are chaotic. And 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 God says, okay, I want you to go left on this road, or I want you to to do this yeah. um, financial strategy. Okay, God, did you really speak that? You know, you you get mature people around you, who who are have been walking with God, who know God and know how to hear His voice, and then you can test, you can bring it to them too. Hey, uh, this does this sound like this is from God? What do you think? So so you, you don't have
0: it? to hear God alone, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Amen. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean. Uh, <laughs> You know, think of it like riding a bike. You don't ride a bike alone. You first get help from somebody else, yeah. you know, your parents or somebody older who's done it before and who yeah. knows. And then eventually you can start riding the bike by yourself. Yeah, that's got to be you know? so encouraging. If you're listening right now and
0: you're like, man, I really want to hear God better. But uh, you always feel this, uh, I'm not good enough mm-hmm. or, or I'm too, for some reason, everybody else just talks about hearing God and it, and it works. But just be encouraged that all of us have learned, have had to learn. Uh, what, what his still small voice sounds like and how he speaks to us yeah. individually just don't give up yeah. if you yeah. if you pursue him he will he will yeah. come closer to you that's yeah. the promise from the word of God
1: And one of the things you said in your testimony Ben and, and I love this you were a mess you weren't yeah. looking for God you were <laughs> headed in the wrong direction yeah. or yeah. you were headed nowhere Yeah. and in that moment you heard the voice of God yeah Awesome. And I, I, I love that because too many people feel like, well, I've got to be good enough yeah. to hear the voice of God, or yeah. I've got to have prayed long enough, or I've got to have read my Bible long. Yeah. And all those things are wonderful, and I, I do them. But God is speaking to yes. us on a regular basis. Yes. I think of Abraham, who was worshiping idols, yeah right? Yeah. He, he, he had no yeah. concept of God at all. And God spoke to him in the midst of his darkness. Mm-hmm. And God will speak to you in the midst of your darkness. Cry out to him. Yeah. Cry out to him. Yeah. Uh, and another thing that I was thinking about, about hearing the voice of God, it says that we are led forth with peace. So when you was talking about the voices, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, there's, there's many voices in the world. How do we know which one's God? Because yeah. lots of times God speaks to you, and when He does, it almost sounds like your own thoughts. Yeah, right. Exactly. It, and it says yeah. that we're to be led forth by peace. So if you hear a voice and it doesn't bring you peace, probably not God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a good yeah. thermometer.
2: Yeah.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, sometimes, it, sometimes it's like you have to deal with uh, uh, fear to do what's been said. Yeah, but that's difference. There, sure. There's still peace there. That this is, there's a peace of knowing this yes. is God right here. Yes,
0: um, let's, I, let's stop right there. Dealing with the the fear of of stepping out and and maybe even telling somebody else this is what I heard from God, or like Ben said, I want you to go pray for that person, or go ahead and try out what mm-hmm. it is you know the way he told you to go. You know, uh, when when that happens it's supernatural and then in the natural you have a you have a supernatural part of you you have the spirit part of you and then you you have the physical part of you and even though you're born again and you're a new creation in christ jesus your physical part of you just everything about hearing the word of god in in the natural tilts your natural brain Mm. and so even though you know i've been a minister for years and years and years and and he asked me to go prophesy something to somebody and. I can still, you know, not as much as I used to, but I can still hear my flesh going. Are you sure this yeah. doesn't make any sense? Yeah, and that's what John's talking about. It's not like uh, a fear, like all of a sudden Dracula walked in the room and everything's dark, right? <laughs> yeah. We're, what we're talking about yeah. is your 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 natural man can't comprehend how it is that your spirit man's hearing God yeah. your spirit man's delivering this information to your
1: brain your brain has to make a choice yeah <laughs> or uh, even, am I gonna do this you know? or even are they are, are, are being afraid of are they gonna receive it are they gonna think I'm crazy yes. are they gonna yeah. you know all all those things that in the natural we deal with yeah but there is this supernatural peace that is there that is I don't even have to question you know uh Yes, God is that God wants to do this right here, and there's this yeah. peace that, that happens in that moment right there, and I think that's the big part of we have to make a decision to enter into His rest, yeah. enter yeah. into His peace, yeah. enter into that moment right there in order to move forward. Because if we if we start playing out all the what ifs, right, you'll never do anything.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, and and. and- It kind of takes the weight off my shoulders when I think about it this way, too. Like, I'm responsible to do what God tells me to do, Um, but I'm not—the burden of how that is received is not on me. That's for the other person, you know what I mean? Like, if if God says to go give a word to somebody and they don't like it, or maybe it's the wrong word, okay, that feels a little bit uncomfortable, but— I don't have to take on this. Oh my gosh, like oh, did I, you know, oh, then what are they going to think of me? And did I, you know, like that's that's on them. Yeah, I'm just responsible to to obey God's voice and and once you have done this enough to where you you start to kind of just hear naturally and and pray or get words or speak, it's it's <laughs> the best addiction possible. Like it's it's because you're connecting with the Holy Spirit, you're connecting with God. And God is then using you to do what He wants on the earth, and it's like, oh, this is amazing. I love this, you know. And and I think too, sometimes we can think, well, God is God is going to convict, condemn me, and I'm a sinner, and I'm so guilty. But God never condemns; He brings conviction, but yeah. there's no condemnation. <laughs> yeah, in, and it's,
0: it's it's the love of God. It, yes, He loves you. While you were still his enemy, yes. the same amount that he loves you when you're yep. his friend. And yep. so if we can just get past our our own preconceived ideas of how God works, yep. it's the love of God overflowing in us and then through us that will take away the fear of, yep. oh, I wonder if I can hear God. It, it, yep. Of course you can. The, the, the scripture says yep. that my sheep hear my voice. That was the one that set me off. Yep. Like, well... I can be a sheep like right. you know <laughs> you know just what do you want me to do god you know yeah. I I don't know a thing I need I need a shepherd I need to be a part of a a big group of other sheep I need to just follow along with the crowd for a while I mm-hmm. can do that you mm-hmm. know that was so simple to me like just be a sheep just be his little lamb just yeah. let him care for you and yeah. comfort you and, and and wipe away the the parasites of your past, and yeah. the, you know, just like a, a natural shepherd yeah. would for his own sheep, and yeah. and then uh, and you'll mature and you'll
1: grow. Yeah. And I also uh, you brought up that word conviction right there, mm. and word nerd alert right here, but um, I, this I, this word study is brought to you <laughs> right. by John Dunlap. I, I I love it because when I was a kid, the word conviction just it scared me. Mm-hmm. I mean. It, Literally it scared me because I thought the Holy Ghost was gonna do something crazy in my life. And, yeah. and it's like, you know, what's gonna happen right here? You know, he's right. he, God's There's fire and brimstone. Yeah, God's <laughs> mad at me. And that word conviction has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It's a courtroom yeah. term that means to expose a lie yes. by revealing the truth. Hmm. And so what happens is 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 a lie was said, but then we've got ten testimonies. And they keep on saying, "This is what happened. This is the truth. This is the truth." And as we open up to the Holy Spirit, what is He doing? He's saying, "This is the truth. Yeah, this is the truth." And He comes at it from this angle and that angle and another angle and another angle until you're like, "Oh my word! I was believing a lie." Yeah, this is and that is what conviction is. Yeah. So now I. Pray, God, convict me. You ask for it. Yeah. I ask right. for conviction yes. because I don't want to operate in a lie. Right. Right. I want to operate in the truth. And when you think about how God dealt with people in the Bible, I think about Gideon, right? Mm-hmm. Gideon, what does he say? He says, I'm, I'm the weakest, I'm the least, I'm the. I'm not enough. And he, he's going on, and God's not even here. And God's right there face to face with him right in that moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. angel of the Lord. It, 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 he's right there. And what, is the, what does the angel do? The angel only speaks truth. Yeah. He doesn't enter into yeah. Gideon's lie. He doesn't yeah. even talk about it. No. Yeah. He it's, doesn't enter this, into that lie. This is the truth, right? Gideon. Right? Yeah. And yeah. in that mo- so what does he do? I, I, another one is the prodigal son. When the son comes home, he goes, I'm a sinner. And what does the father do? He says, no. He says, you came from me, You have authority. You are my son, and we're in covenant with her. Uh, He just speaks truth to the son. He doesn't enter into the son's lie that he's believed. He speaks truth into that situation right there, so that the son can begin to see the truth. He convicts him.
2: Yeah, and I mean it's and and so like when we sin too, or when we something do something wrong. That truth says God says, "Okay, Ben, what you just watched wasn't right. You need to make that right. That's truth, but it's not condemnation. Where, I, you know, oh Ben, what you just watched, you idiot, and you you stumbled back into your old ways. You're you're no good. You're never gonna get in. You're never gonna get this. You're never gonna get free. So on and so on and so on. That's condemnation, you know. Yeah. But truth comes in love, and, and it peace. draws me back to love."
1: And, and it's a, peace right yeah, it's peace, yeah there there's peace, yes, yes, I know I did something wrong, but there's there's peace because I know that I have a God who loves yes. me, yeah, and he's speaking truth to me,, yeah. and it brings peace, yes, yeah, yeah,
0: and so we just in, encourage you there's there's nobody uh that has arrived at, at some kind of a place where you're just perfect at hearing God, mm-hmm. you know, including what John was talking about with how. The Lord uses truth to convict us and to show us the lies that we've believed. Even, I mean, uh, year after year after year, my, my wife and I will look at each other and go, "Why didn't anybody tell us that?" Well, that was Holy Spirit convicting us of something that we believed about something from the Bible or about how Amen. to do church, how to love people, mm. and you know, even in our mature years of after traveling around the world, leading missions teams, pastoring churches, still I'm growing, still learning things that. I wish somebody would have told me that. Yeah. Well, don't don't wait until until you're like, oh dang, you kinda of have a little bit of remorse. Like, man, I could have used that. You can remember yeah. when you could have used that. <laughs> well, ask Holy Spirit, you know, be a partner in mm. in ask him, convict me of the lies that I believe. Amen. You can mm-hmm. you can
1: go for it. Like if you know that that's a truth right there. Yeah. I love the Paul of prayer. He says that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened and and that's what god wants to do he wants to bring light into your life so so we want to encourage you um
0: if if you're listening to this and you've struggled to hear god we just release the peace of god that goes beyond what you can understand to rule and guard your heart in christ jesus yes and we declare we we made this show for you and and even though it's pre-recorded and, and we don't know exactly who's listening to it, God fixes all that. And, yeah. and you're listening to this, and you you have this burning hunger in your heart, like, man, I think God wants me to hear Him mm-hmm. on a higher level or in a, another way. Mm-hmm. And and then and then on top of that, He wants you to take what you've heard and then obey Him. So I just release a boldness on yes. you to go ahead and take a risk. My wife and I like to call it crossing the chicken line like you know just just go ahead even though you might have a little bit of fear of sharing what you've heard from god to another person or at a bible study or or walking it out what did god say i'm not sure i'm not sure you know i just say peace be still to your heart god god's not uh like we said he's not closed-fisted he's open-handed he wants you to succeed. He wants you to help him and partner with him in the earth. So of course, he's not making it hard for you to hear him. <laughs> he's yeah. not asking you to jump through hoops. There's nothing you can do to win this award of of being able to hear God like yeah. like like these superstar testimonies you may think are just so complicated. No. These people have pursued the the heart of God. They've they've made a a, a lifelong commitment no matter what it costs. I'm going to hear God's voice and then I'm going to obey. That's really what this mm. is all about. And so I just I just release that in you. I encourage you to just be brave. Just trust the goodness of God. He's for you. He's not against you. And and when, and it's gonna it's gonna lead you into a place that's just like wow. This is the best life ever. Mm. Even in hard places. Even even when life gets really bad, uh, he still speaks and he still he still helps us walk through these things. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So thank you, uh, John, for being here. I appreciate it so much. Amen. Uh, Pleasure being here with you, Scott. Yeah, and uh, uh, look down farther on the list here on our our numbered podcasts and look for uh, John Dunlap. We're going to do some more word studies together and see how that can release truth to you. And thank you, Ben, for being with us today. Yeah, thank you, it's all a the pleasure. way from Montana. By the way, we're we're sitting in a hotel room in Mexico City <laughs> doing this. We had yep. to drag chairs down the hallway and, <laughs> and the make our setup. own little uh, recording studio in this hotel room. Yep. But uh, yep. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, really good stuff you shared today, Ben. Thank oh, you, thank you. It's gonna. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we went all over the place. We yeah. went from a, an accomplished Bible teacher teaching how he hears God to study Hebrew wor- root words, all the way to a young guy who's lost as a, a goose mm-hmm. in, a, in, in his bedroom or, a whole, or apartment and uh, contemplating suicide, mm-hmm. and he hears the voice of
2: God. So Amen. it's
0: like, man, whoever you are listening today, for yeah. sure you can hear the voice of yeah, God. absolutely. And we, we just bless you with that today. Thank you for listening. We'll, we'll, we'll be with you again later. Thanks for joining us on the Church Doctors Podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at
1: outpouringintl.com.